Hey, let's catch up with our friends from Compure Financial. This is the time of the year when a lot of farmers, a lot of folks in the rural community are visiting with their lenders. Maybe you're talking about taxes. Maybe you're doing some strategy planning for 2024 and into 2025. Let's be honest, talking interest rates. We're talking about what's going on with uh, the marketplace. We're talking about land values. Today, we're focused in specifically on what's going on with your crops. As always, I'll remind you that all of the information you're looking for, including the local office near you online at compure.com. Joining us today is Glenn Wachter. Glenn is a financial officer at Compure Financial, and his special area of emphasis is working on commercial crop production. And that's where we're going to kind of winnow in our conversations today. Glenn, let's first start off with something that really anybody in the crop production area is focused on, and that's what's going on right now in South America. They've been a tough one to gauge for a lot of different regions, um, and primarily just because it is such a big country. Uh, How are you kind of keeping an eye on what's going on with South American weather and their production situation? Right. That is one of the things that we watch, and it is great to be with you, um, Pam. It's um it's just fantastic to hear your voice again. And uh, I am watching South America very closely. Uh, this time of year, that is our second crop, and they uh, produce more soybeans than uh, we do when you consider Argentina and Brazil combined. Really a different story this year than what we saw last year with Argentina having a really big crop and almost twice the crop as what they had last year. Last year, you remember, Pam, they had a really severe drought in Argentina. So that country um, actually looks good this year. But if you uh, move across a little bit to the east, Brazil, um, especially the major production areas in Brazil, are having their challenges. Um, A lot like uh, the U.S., it it really acts in two different ways when there is an El Nino or a La Nina. And of course, we flipped into an El Nino and that means Brazil can have some challenges, and, and they certainly are this year mm-hmm. with a uh, really big crop that started out being projected. And it seems to be shrinking where, of course, it's just like this country where the private estimates get smaller than what the official um, USDA or CONAB says about the crop. And some of the guesses are in, in the 140 uh, million metric ton, even uh, even lower than that. So. They are forecasting a little weakness down in South America, and that's probably held up to soybeans even a little bit here, held up to price, especially through the end of the year. And now in January, we've seen a little weakness as as they've gotten some rain. So it is something that we're keeping our eye on, Pam. Yeah, well, and we have to help people understand that uh, whatever is going on in South America impacts us, even to this day, uh, we usually are catching some late-season business on the export scene right now, Glenn, depending on what's going on with South America. Everybody had their daylight scared out of them with the latest World Ag Supply Demand Report. Are we still seeing any trickle-through business because South America might be going through uh, phases of harvest? Or what's going on in the export scene that we do need to be aware of? Yeah, we we sure have um, – we sure have uh, – our major export season is when our crop year is done and our exports um, really ramp up until this uh, South American crop comes in. So this period has been a really really crucial time period for our exports. And just as you mentioned, we're squeezing in exports now 
as the major importing countries look at that crop, uh, they make it a little nervous and really look to the U.S. to secure some exports. Um, the U.S. has new crush facilities coming online. We have renewable diesel. So there is some demand within our own country on the soybeans. And uh, other countries might look to really get those imports secured um, before that crop deteriorates anymore in South America. So there is uh, those dynamics. We're watching that, and um, we'll really see, uh, have a better idea, March 31st when that prospective plantings report from the USDA comes out. It'll, all, it'll be all about those acres that we intend to plant uh, in the U.S. to see how many acres of soybeans and how many acres of corn that we intend to plant. That's March 31st. Glenn Walker's along with us. He's one of the financial officers with Compure Financial. His area of emphasis is commercial crop production and obviously marketing that crop. Hey, Glenn, I want to talk also about what's going on around the globe. A lot of conversations lately about how a lot of our freight, a lot of our shipping has been diverted out of the Red Sea. Got to go a long ways around to try to deliver that product. Is that impacting our markets at all? Have you seen any any fluctuations, anything that's notable as far as business right now? And maybe a nervous stomach that the world has with Israel, Russia, et cetera, that's ongoing. Yeah, um, you, you and me both. It makes us all nervous. Um, and as you mentioned, it makes the shippers nervous, too. So even if the grain is not directly going through the Red Sea, and remember, this hemisphere, we have our problems, too, with the uh, Panama Canal being um, lower uh, lower water levels than normal. And insurance rates on, on ships, I'm sure, are like every other uh, in, insurance product. They, they go up in times of turmoil. So we're having uh, higher expenses across the board just to move product around the globe. And, and several of the economists have just predicted we might see a little uh, bit of inflation uh, creep up again because of this transportation cost and the related um, and the related expenses that go with it. So, no easy task moving um, all that product across across the uh, world and having that um, risk, uh, as you mentioned, that geopolitical risk. It uh, it certainly is a different world that we're living in these days. Boy, I'll say, and that's right here at home as well. You talk about the uncertainty of 2024. Let's talk about it, Glenn. What are you hearing from producers? What are you hearing from uh, your other lenders within Compere Financial? Right now, 2024 is really tough to pencil out for corn and soybean growers. Give me a little insight into what you folks are discussing. Right. A lot of grain in the bin is what we're talking about. Um, People have high inventories uh, from last year where... We didn't have a lot of excess precipitation really anywhere across the country. That made it a little difficult to market the grain. Even with great insurance products, still gets a little hard, and I, under, I understand it completely. It gets a little hard to forward contract um, large amounts of your grain. So we do have good inventories. Thankfully, a lot of people had good crops, and we're talking about what to do with those. And really that breaks down into a couple parts. Um, do you want to sell the carry and get, you know, that extra 15, 20 cents just by locking in prices now for next spring? Uh, the other strategy there is to sell the rallies, and that's that's been pretty slim so far since that USDA report came out on the on the 12th of the month in January. It uh, the rallies haven't been there, but 
we will get them. Um, they do come, and we'll have to be prepared. So I am encouraging our producers to know their break-even, to really um, see how many bushels that they had in production, what it what it takes to break even this year, play a little defense. Um, I'm also encouraging the producers to look, see what they may have bought in cash the last year. Um, maybe we want to do some financing and just be prepared if we're uh, 40, 50 cents under a break, even on corn or a dollar, uh, dollar or two on soybeans, maybe we want to really keep our financing up to date, do those uh, term loans, and um, keep our working capital nice and high. So we, we go back and really review what the season last year looked like and make sure we're, we're capitalized correctly from a banking standpoint. Well, and the other thing that uh, is out there are those risk management tools, Glenn. You mentioned about some of the forward contracting, uh, the puts, the calls, crop insurance. All of that is something that every one of those tools is going to have to be analyzed individually on how it's going to be able to help your farm this year. Absolutely. Um, We have more insurance products than ever before. You know that, all the acronyms out there, the ECO, the FCO, and um, it'll make your head spin, but they're out there for a purpose, and uh, it's it's not just to make money for the insurance companies, that's for sure. This is about risk management, and um, these products can really help you uh, lock in a floor so that you can um, sell some of the rallies, especially new crop. We're going to have some opportunities there. We'll kill the crop at least once, and we want to be able to really feel good that we've got a floor and those insurance products can do that. Get that floor in place, and then you can worry about maybe um, 20 cents higher, 40 cents higher, and get above those break-even so we can make a little bit of money for 24. Wouldn't that be great? Oh, <laughs> I agree with you completely. Glenn Wachter is along with us this morning. He is one of the financial officers with Compure Financial, specifically focused in on production of crops. And like he said, folks, so many different risk management products that are out there help let someone help you make the right decisions. Don't just take a look at last year and say, well, we're going to do that again. 2024 is going to be completely different than the years you've dealt with previously. How do you want to get started? I say go to compure.com. Not only are there online videos available and different resources that you can tap into on your own, it's also a great place to get connected with your local Compure office as well as those advising specialists just like Glenn. Compure.com. Glenn Walker along with us from Compure Finance, and I'm Pam Yankee.